BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We got to get these doggies. They're out of the pen. We got to get them back in the pen. In the pen, sure. In the pen. We got to get them over to the last podcast network, Country Jamboree, June 18th, 2022, at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee. Come and check out all the shows that you love on the last podcast network. We'll be in front of you in our meat space, and we cannot wait to entertain you and have a great time. But for those of you that can't come in person, Go to momenthouse.com slash LPOTL and buy your live stream ticket. Yes, yes, you too can watch us perform our jangly country jamboree from the nudity of your couch. Absolutely fantastic. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Thank you so much for your support. And we are so excited to be at the OG Grand Old Operating. Yeah! Hail yourselves! Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Fernando. Hi, Ben. And Travis Irvine. Hello, Ben. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope everyone is doing well. Out there in this wild, wild world of ours. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you're doing all right. Let's start today ah. with a little bit of sound. Ooh. Have you ever been to a conference and the speaker's on stage and then you sit in the chair and you think, <laughs> I think the speaker's drunk? <laughs> you ever oh, yeah. been to one of those? Yeah, Rudy Giuliani. Anytime you see him. <laughs> My favorite drinking guy. I say just to clear victory. Ms. Mayonnaise, fifth grade. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ms. Mayonnaise? Yeah, mm-hmm. she was definitely drunk. Also, was she? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Amy, seen... Winehouse, Amy Winehouse style. Oh, oh interesting. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, I was going to say every comedy show I've ever been to in New York City. Everyone's a little bit hammered. Oh, gotta be. You gotta be. It's a big city, baby. It makes things funny. <laughs> oh, the, the drunker you get, the funnier we are. There you go. That's a horrible sentence <laughs> made by very hacky comedians because I prefer the crowd to be just nice and not entirely hammered. Right. Lauren Bobert, if you're <laughs> in the crowd of a Bobert speech, I'm going to assume that you've had a couple of shots of whiskey. And at the very least are loosened up to hear some of the batshit <laughs> insane things that this woman has to say. There were some claims that she had a couple of abortions. Oh, yeah. And that she was an escort. Uh, those wow. were made by a, those were made by a pack that's going against her, the same political pack that took out Madison Cawthorn. They really oh, kneecapped him. Yeah, they got okay. That's a funny pun, Ben. That's very funny. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I loved it. I they loved really it. rolled him right out. It's going to be a wild show, folks. We're getting ready for Nashville. I think all of us are pre-drunk. I've been drinking since 10 a.m. Lauren Bobert style. Lauren Bobert style. 
However, I don't know if those rumors are true or not. Hmm. That's what they're saying. Is she got well, it may, they got four Pinocchios? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it got four Pinocchios. So she didn't have any abortions, and right she up. wasn't an escort, which was the only two good things about her. But they were right. It's like, oh, I like her more now. That's well, I do like the idea that uh, she was paid to have sex with a whole series of different people, and she did such a good job they gave her a political office. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. That's like a, it's like a a pretty woman that movie. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, I mean, if you, you if you blow the right guy, you can go places. Right. I mean, I'm not hating, but Monica Lewinsky, and I mean it with respect. Yeah, I do. Well, I do sure. not they that ruined that, that, that poor kind of woman. Ruined her. That, yeah, you're you know. thinking more of Madison Cawthorn. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes indeed, Madison Cawthorn. He's always a cockhead. Well, that's the thing. The pack got it right on Madison Cawthorn, so I don't see why they would get the pack the information wrong about Lauren Boebert. But it could just be one of the the old Lyndon Johnson strategy, where it's like, please accuse my opponent of bestiality and they say mr johnson is this true and he's like i don't know i just want to hear him deny it absolutely <laughs> of course in this case it's a little bit strange because i'm not sure exactly where the super pack is coming from or how it's actually going to hurt her again let's not forget the pack that brought down madison cawthorn i believe it is a conservative pack yeah, no, they were so pulling for they, other Republicans. They were pulling normal for other Republicans, Republicans or <laughs> air quotes, normal Republicans, whatever that means. Ones that don't hump their cousin's face on video. That's <laughs> all of them. Oh, okay. Okay. now what's, right. what's right. abnormal about a good relationship with the family there? <laughs> That's right. Family values. So it is important to remember that these people who are trying to take out people in their own party are going to be playing politics from the conservative side. Uh, they were assuming that people would be upset that voted for people who voted for Lauren Boebert would be upset if they found out she had multiple abortions and was a paid escort. Again, those rumors have now been defunct. But all it really did was have people, the liberals on Twitter, saying these are the two things that we shouldn't judge her for. Right. And then it's I don't true. really know if it worked because <laughs> then everyone was like, no, it's not that she had an abortion with an escort. It's that she's a, a raging bitch. Right. Or, uh, or as, and, as uh, we're and going, of course, a hypocrite. Mm-hmm, yes. As mm-hmm. we're going to get to, she is a, a person of faith. She is she's a, a person. strong right. Christian with strong Christian values. Of faith, of course. All right. Well, let's play this clip of Lauren Boebert. She got the Bible all wrong, mm-hmm. but let's hear what she has to say. I'm sure it's completely Re- sensible. Yes, regarding AR-15s and that beautiful, beautiful white Jesus. <laughs> On Twitter, a lot of the, the little Twitter trolls, they like to say, oh, Jesus didn't need an AR-15. How, how many AR-15s do you think Jesus would have had? Well, he didn't have enough to keep his government from killing him. So... Mic drop! Buzzing! Bazinga. It's comedy night here at Christ Church. I absolutely love a good joke about how Jesus should have been armed. Also, if he did kill Pontius Pilate, if he was never dead, if he was never killed, there'd be no Christianity. There would be no Christianity. Mm-hmm. He Woo. died for our sins. That's right, because yeah, God point. looked at his son and was like, that fucking millennial piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's kill him. Tweeting. I gotta kill him. We've got to kill him. out with these prostitutes too. <laughs> oh my God. They'll say anything to defend their love of that AR. It stands for Armalite machine, including placing it in the hands of Jesus Christ himself, who I don't particularly think would have loved it. But then again, he's an amalgamation 
of a series of other people. And none of this is applicable whatsoever to our reality. (laughs) So why are you talking about it? Right. I don't deal in hypotheticals unless it was a situation that occurred 10,000 years ago Uh and is, in fact, itself a hypothetical. Oh, okay, great. The Texas uh, AG. My God, this dude, Ken Paxton, right? This guy is someone who thinks Lauren Boebert is really knocking it out of the park. (laughs) He's so disgusting. So this dude, when it comes to, again, just their love their love of the Armalites. Mixed with their hypocritical love for Christianity? Yes. It just makes for a disgusting recipe. This is what he had to say. Again, this is a Texas Attorney General, Ken Paxton. This is what he had to say regarding the 19 students that were killed in Uvalde, Texas. He says, God always has a plan. Life is short no matter what it is. Whoa, man. What the fuck oh, what is this man in the face of the talking families. about? Good grief. It is another shot to the heart for these families. And the fact that this man just said this publicly, and then people are like, oh, you got him again, Ken. You mix <laughs> God, you mix country, and you mix death into one beautiful political soup. My friend, you're a genius. I mean, this is only going to make his political rising star continue to go up in Texas. He was on a right-wing radio host uh, show. It was, it was hosted by Trey Graham. Hmm. Uh, he's 59, and uh, Paxton is 59. Uh, he said that he would be, quote, devastated if he lost one of his children, but sure. added that oh he would God. tell other parents who lost a child in the shooting Ugh. that there's always a plan. Uh, Jesus so the Christ. plan for that day in Uvalde, Texas, the God made, uh-huh. was he's gonna, he's like, today, you little psychopath, you go to the school uh. and you get to shoot all the children. It's part of my plan. I'm starting to think we need to arrest God. Oh, okay. Because it seems like this would be hands. conspiracy. Uh-huh. Wow. What about that song, God Loves All the Little Children? Is that no mm. longer Well, applicable? maybe that's why he wanted them sent to him. Oh, that's why he loves them so much. Okay. Yes, indeed. Paxton <laughs> no, goes on to so say. fucked up. It's so <laughs> fucked up, bro. This is, again, these people have true power. This he's, is not a tweet. He's been in power longer than those kids were alive, according to the San Antonio mayor, Julian Castro. Wow. But life is short no matter how long it is. Uh, That's oh. not how time works. Oh, I see. So if you die at a 99, nice Betty White age, or at the age of nine, these are quite different ages. Uh, but yes, I understand. In the grand scheme of the billion-year-old Earth, okay. yeah, I see that perspective. <laughs> uh, uh, but it really is one of the dumbest cruelest things you can say to someone who lost a child in a mass shooting. They didn't die. I would understand slightly if there was natural causes. Sickness or disease or flood. Maybe they had cancer. Even then, no parent wants to hear (laughs) God has a plan because I'm going to start to think that maybe God's an asshole. Yeah, his plan sucks. His plan's horrible. This this isn't a biblical plan. If you go to a restaurant (laughs) and you order a bunch of fucking dog shit spaghetti and then they bring it to you and you're like this isn't very good but i did write it down and this was my plan today yeah so i'm just Uh, gonna have this dog shit spaghetti uh, it's part of the plan i mean this is horrible please god and of course uh the uh red substance that was spilled in Uvalda was not marinara sauce. It was the blood of innocent children who should not be in the crosshairs of a fucking maniac. And also, you would think again, 
This would move the needle in some kind of rational, humane way, but all it does is make people like Lauren Boebert and Mr. Paxton double down on the idea that this is what God wants. What if we're misreading this? What are we this, doing here? What if we're misreading this evil SOB and he's saying that the, the plan was the dying part and not the, oh, you lost your child part? Because, I mean, right after the right after the Uvalde shooting, he was already commenting about how we can't stop bad people from doing bad things. And so is that God? Is that also is God that in also action? God? Well, the, the, These people don't believe in God anyway. I mean, it's like Ben said, this man has true power. He is the attorney general. Mm -hmm. Attorney Since generals have so much power in their home states, especially in a state that's completely run by the Republicans, which uh, obviously he is a part of the Republican Party. That's the sad thing to me is he could do something about it. Right. But instead, your attorney general, the chief legal prosecutor in your home state says, ah, God has a plan. A state that absolutely loves to execute people. It's one of their favorite pastimes oh. there in Texas, which is absolutely disgusting. And going by this logic, God's going to take you down one way or another. The death penalty, if you even want to follow this or track this absurd logic that Paxton is using, then it should technically say the death penalty isn't needed because at some point God's going to have a plan. Yeah, right. and they're going to be taken short. home. Right. It's short, no matter what. Just exactly. leave them in a pen. This know, is what Paxton said. <laughs> exactly. This is what Paxton said on Fox News just hours after the shooting took place. He says, we can't stop bad people from doing mm -hmm. bad things. You can if you don't allow an 18-year-old to buy an yep. AR-15. Yep. Then you really can. Isn't that kind of crazy also, that you actually could? Yeah. I'm just thinking of all the Yvolda police that we were talking about on this show a few weeks ago. They... They could, could have. have stopped they, the bad people could, from doing bad things. They could have. They were right there. They were waiting for Jesus, y'all. He oh, goes on to say. God, it's a plan, and that plan, <laughs> God's plan for the Uvalde police is just sit outside and chill. Hear me out, guys. <laughs> I think we're really going to get Jesus' attention. I'm burning a cross right here on the lawn. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Very normal. Isn't that nice? <laughs> That's going to get his attention, you uh -huh, see. yes. Fantastic. Paxton goes on. We can potentially arm and prepare and train teachers and other administrators to respond quickly. That, in my opinion, is the best answer. So we're going down this rabbit hole of Jesus should have an AR. Teachers should have an AR. Mm -hmm. Everyone gets an AR. It's Oprah sweeps week. Uh, Paxton <laughs> said the federal government, quote, has no right to take guns away from law abiding U.S. citizens or restrict their use. Now, no one's talking about taking guns away from law abiding citizens. And again, uh, when it comes to restricting their use, simply an age limit that does seem to have some bipartisan support. A couple of Republicans are on board with rational gun sanity. Joe Burrows, a quarterback from Cincinnati Bengals, also said there should be a rigorous process. And, you know, we like to point out on this show when sports and politics collide, obviously Joe Burrows is getting so much hate now for even saying that at How a press conference. What is wrong with people? It's all good. I don't like 18-year-olds. Yeah. And I don't want them to have an AR-15. I, I, I don't want, want them to have drivers. I don't want them to be allowed in movie theaters yet. Yeah. it's, it's <laughs> They're loud and annoying. 
it's obvious to me that it's like the gun culture. That's the that's the sad part to me. Because Emphasis on the cult culture. Part of it. Oh yeah, right. cult exactly. But you know, when when me and you they tell us to cut our hair, we're like, no, I'm a free spirit. I can do whatever I want with my hair. They're the same way with their guns because it's to them it's ingrained in culture. Don't wouldn't you agree? In the Midwest and the South, and it's like. Taking their gun is is I don't even know how. No to one's taking anybody's gun. Any I just of- don't know why we want all of these eighteen year olds to be strapped with weapons if that can destroy don't. so many lives in the matter of seconds. Because I mean, it's the same people that this generation's lazy. They all live with their parents. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure we can arm them. Ah. They shouldn't be. They're psycho. Right. Give yourself a second to breathe. Let your brain grow a little bit. Get an education. Get a job before you get a gun. Yeah. Sound like the big Lebowski. Get a, <laughs> I suggest you do what your parents did, sir. Get a job, Get a sir. job. The more I watch the big Lebowski, the more I agree with the old Lebowski. Yeah, I'm Lebowski. <laughs> you're Lebowski. Exactly. <laughs> no one should have fucking AR-15s. <laughs> well, all right. This is what he told Newsmax. He said, this is exactly what the founding fathers tried to prevent with the Constitution. They were trying to prevent the government from having an advantage by having weapons. The citizens didn't. Well, buddy, Paxton, by that, then we really need to check out what's going on with the Pentagon. Because right. no matter what weapons we have, mm-hmm. we just mm-hmm. talked about this on Side Stories. The Navy just used a laser for the first time to Yay. shoot down a drone. Pew, 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 pew. So they got the good stuff. They got nuclear arms, which you legally cannot manufacture or have in your home. A laser in every pot. Oh, yum. <laughs> it's just disgusting Can to I see. Can I eat the laser? You can't. It'll burn your tongue off. Oh, man. Yeah, that's the problem. It's just amazing to see these people so desperate to hold on to the money that is given to them mm, by the NRA. Right there. And by these large gun manufacturers who are only making a bank. I mentioned it almost as an aside on the last episode, but uh, black gun ownership is up 58%. Guns aren't going anywhere. This is just about, do we want crazy-ass 18-year-olds to have them? And I just would say no. Fair point. That's easy. easy. Fair point. That's all. (laughs) It's It's not the biggest fucking deal on earth. I don't understand why, like, if you're 18... There's so many other more fun things you should try to be doing. That's what I did on a side on this show at some point in the last few weeks. They should be watching more porn. J.D. Vance is talking about banning porn. We've right. got old comedy friends who are giving up porn because they were oh addicted my to God. porn. If these 18-year-olds were addicted to porn, they wouldn't be out shooting bullets. More porno, less murder. I'm fine with that. Yeah, it seems fun. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. 
Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Also, it's so interesting, speaking of Twitter, yeah, we did lose a, uh, a uh, comedy acquaintance. He's on Twitter now. And, uh, <laughs> and he's really doing fantastic work. And I'll never understand why people choose to tweet certain things, specifically when it comes to jerking off. Yeah. Mm. And so people will say, I'm addicted to porno and I'm not going to jerk off for 30 days. And then they, then they, every time they don't, jerk off for the day then they say i didn't jerk off today and then there's Tweet comments it. being like good work you didn't jerk <laughs> off today and i'm like why do i want to know this uh, to some people everything's content sure and you know and it's like this I, is content sticky if you go on twitter and you see all you you oftentimes hear the same opinion sort of regurgitated over and over and over again it's an echo chamber well a sure. new uh, study has come out that says 99% of all political tweets come from a quarter of the adult twitter users so it's just a quarter wow. of people mm -hmm. that you don't want to hang out with at the party but they're <laughs> shouting real freaking loud yeah. and then everyone else is like can we just talk about how tom brady cheated in the super bowl <laughs> like everyone else wants a different conversation but these are the people that are just bringing down the vibe this is why we can't even have Thanksgiving anymore. Sure. So a quarter of the adult Twitter users are responsible for 99% of all political tweets. That's according to a Pew Research Center study. Um, and it's what's so interesting about this is the report is based on a survey of U.S. US adults on Twitter and an analysis of English language tweets between 2020 and 2021. Americans ages 50 and older make up a quarter of all U.S. adult Twitter users, and they post 78% of all political Wait, tweets. Wait, it's old people? Of course it is. <laughs> I, I, I was associating with this and I was going to push back with, hey, all my tweets are political. I'm feeling a little bit attacked. Yeah, you should feel attacked. I thought the boomers were more on Facebook. No, yeah. it's all old, out of touch <laughs> morons. Wow. So if you're over the age of 50 and you're on Twitter... You're the problem. Mm. Uh, it also found that older adults are much more likely to tweet about politics than younger adults. Sure. Mm. A third of all tweets from U.S. adults are political. Wow. So that is why we hear some of the dumbest shit <laughs> Hot takes. you've ever heard. Yeah. Hot takes coming from cold hands <laughs> because these people have no blood circulation. Oh, man. So everyone who was on Twitter thinking this is where the young kids play. This is, this is where the cool kids are. <laughs> You're talking to your dad. Oh, gee whiz. Dad, what are you doing in there? We gotta get, get off of Twitter. Get off of there. Get him over on Truth Social. Come on, pop pop. I used, I got, I'm I fine with my dad being barely on Facebook. <laughs> no one, they, no one should. They're 21 for guns. And at least at, after the age of 43, don't, you're off. No more don't social be media. No more social media. 43? 43. Benjamin. That's not ages. I'm just being responsible. You have a few more years left. I, I can't wait. That's why I want to burn it fucking down. <laughs> 
I'm getting my brick phone. I'm getting my Nokia brick phone back. Yeah. And I'm going to have that uh, snake. I'm going to play the snake game. It's going to eat its own asshole. Oh, and yeah. I'm going to say, I did it. And then you have to lose that, that game. Yeah. The whole course. thing about that game is you inevitably lose. It's actually a great analogy for life. For America, too. Just, the snake eating its own butt. Exactly. And then you oh. just end with your own ass in your mouth. And then they say, bye-bye. Bye-bye. And bye. then there's a funeral and hopefully people and get hammered. And then they hammered. play Grand Old Flag. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> The grand old flag. My mind flag. It's a snake. He ate his butt. Two thirds of those tweets from, again, the people who are 50 or older about politics said that they use the platform to share their opinions. That is compared to 34% of other users. So two thirds of people on over the age of 50 on Twitter, they really just, I mean, obviously you use it to share your fucking opinion. And I don't know where we lost the (sighs) old adage. Opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one. And mostly they're full of shit. Yeah. It's a, everyone's opinions are like (laughs) snake butts. Everyone's got them and they're all on a snake and they eat it. (laughs) The report said 53% of those with more political posts discuss politics at least once weekly with others compared to 33% of other people. And 46% of the first group contributed to a political campaign in the past year. So it's a big time moneymaker as well. So maybe that's why Money. you have someone like Lauren Bobert saying something about how if Jesus had an AR, then he wouldn't have been killed by the government again, which would have completely derailed Christianity as a religion. But I guess it'll get you a retweet. It'll get you a like. Or it'll get you a comment underneath your stupid sentence from another fucking moron. Say that that was dumb. <laughs> this and is it our all fault. feeds the cycle. This is our fault. We, our fault? Yeah. We showed Corn Pop and Grandma and Grandpa and Doris how to use the cell phone. Wow. We showed them how to use the I Facebook, didn't show them anything. How to use the Twitter. And now we have the consequences. Sure. It's not just at Thanksgiving anymore. They're right. able to ruin you're, you ruin your day no matter where they are in the world. And it is funny to think about how powerful Donald Trump was because of Twitter. Because, because of he those was this people. boomer who just couldn't stop tweeting political opinions, <laughs> including back in 2012 that Barack Obama was not even from America. <laughs> Where's the birth certificate? Where's your birth certificate? Long form. I need it to be a long form. <laughs> yes. So anyway, I just thought that was really interesting that it's old people. I mean, I'm 40. So I'm almost 50, Uh, you know, but I'm young at heart. If you think about how, you know, you live your life, I live my life. And then I don't know, just my overall varicose veins (laughs) (laughs) makes me feel young. Hmm. Uh, So it's just old people over 50 who have no family or no one likes them. I'm sure they have those. They have horrible jobs. And then they just go rant into the ether. Uh, and And then we look at it and we're like, why? Are you all talking? Yeah. What do you want? What are you doing? What are you doing here? Ma'am, this is a Wendy's. Ma'am, this is a Wendy's. And you just wonder, is it helping the political discourse? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. Well, at least Elon Musk will take care of it. Elon Musk, speaking of Elon Musk, he has officially said that he's going to endorse Ron DeSantis or vote for him, Travis. He's in Twitter. (laughs) Again, about boomers, 50-year-olds tweeting (laughs) their political opinions. Oh, tell me so much more about your fascinating fucking opinion. That is literally how this got released. He was in a Twitter exchange with somebody <laughs> right in the ether and they said who you liking for 24 and he was like tbd but then he was like desantis so a ron desantis, desantis elon musk 
combo for 2024. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think you're at, at le- the only good thing to come from that would be bye bye Donald Trump because I don't think you have a chance at that point. Oh, there's well, no now, competing. of course, Donald Trump, he is inching forward when it comes to a potential run for 2024. He obviously has the super PACs all set up. He's still got his campaign, uh, which is open. <sighs> he never closed it, so he has his finances there. Again, we don't really know where the $250 million That's went. There's a lot of for his de- money. There's a lot of well, money. Well, we do know where it went, it went to all his friends' organizations. Yes, exactly. Yes, but yeah. then from, like, what is Kevin McCarthy's Great charity. Like, what is it? What is it? What is Mark Meadows' great charity? No idea. What is the Trump Hotel Association? Sounds like something he may own. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's all freaking nonsense. But now we have a situation where uh, the newly radicalized Elon Musk has said that he will support someone like Ron DeSantis. Now, you wonder if that's because of the tax breaks, if he wants to go to Florida, if he wants to have a company in Florida, whatever it might be. And he knows for a fact that DeSantis, he's taking names and he is definitely making it more difficult to go against him in the state of Florida if you Mm. want to run a business. Sure. I mean, Tesla's been operating in Florida for a while. Uh, They shot their rockets off from there. Mm. And um, yeah, Tesla's been involved in that state for a while. So qui bono, look who benefits. And Elon Musk, not thinking about anybody other than himself, has just said that DeSantis is indeed his boy. And also, speaking of Elon Musk and being selfish, he's got a bad feeling Oh, Elon has a bad feeling about the economy. Oh, not about the Twitter thing he's no, no. about to try to buy? No, no, no. He has a bad feeling about the economy. And it's like when I have a bad feeling, I don't know, I call my friend or I drink my Bud Light, watch a little sporting event, try to forget or, about or it. just you know? squeeze out a toot and then squeeze you're gone. Out a toot. <laughs> sure, whatever. You think about it. Release to, some pressure. Yeah, try to rationalize, like, why am I feeling this way? When Elon has a bad feeling specifically about the economy, uh, he threatens to cut 10% of his salaried staff at the electric car makers, Tesla. Just in time for the recession. Just in time for the recession, just in time for summer. 10% of staff, it's like you hear that number and you just don't even, like that is around 100, Tesla employs around 100,000 people, right? So that is, what is that? So that's 10,000 human beings. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're just going to lose their job because their CEO who makes so much fucking money has a bad feeling. Super bad. This is why people are going back to realizing that unions matter Mm -hmm. because we can't just be held in this weird emotional tango with Mm -hmm. our employer if they woke up feeling weird about the economy. And again, the economy is going to rebound. Everything will come back. We're, it, it's ebbs and flows as always. As a matter of fact, the bottom's probably going to come out in 10% more or about uh, 10% from now. Things will decline. Invest if you can. It might be a good time to get in. Mm-hmm. The, the economy is a strange, right. bizarre, amorphous monster. Mm-hmm. And it will come back. It, it always, always does. does. Right. And that's exactly what will happen. But now you have someone like Elon Musk who is so emotionally attached to these social media algorithms and you get the feeling his feelings have just been hurt. Uh, yeah, And now he has much. a bad feeling about the economy and he wants to get the rage out by potentially firing 10,000 human beings 
Again, because he just doesn't feel good. Here's the problem with all of this is he is the leader of an electronic vehicle company. So yeah. he's actually making more money than, than ever, ever because of the current oil pri- crisis issue, mm-hmm. right? Everything and, happening. And the recent bipartisan infrastructure bill invested heavily in electric vehicles mm-hmm. and charging stations and all mm-hmm. the like. And Tesla is also getting contracts, as we know, from the government. El gobierno. <laughs> so what are you feeling bad about? What? It's... Maybe he feels bad that his ex-lady friend Amber Heard is mm. oh uh, my God. Uh, out or I something. know we haven't really talked about any of that because that's not really for our show and it's all so disgusting. But an orgy between Amber Heard and that other chick and Elon Musk. Man, <laughs> Man. thank God that that's I'm not, not a, they, thank not God interested. they didn't film it. I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah, thank God that wasn't Just on camera. Disc- disgusting. Good grief. Just three sociopaths <laughs> trying to pretend to give somebody else pleasure. Yeah. I can't imagine a more selfish sexual <laughs> experience <laughs> than Elon Musk yeah. and whoever the Amber heard and whoever the fuck the other person was. I just feel like that's that, it was it ended with just three people masturbating. Yeah, super bad feeling <laughs> all, all around. <laughs> Which is I hope I hope they all got horses. I don't know. <laughs> I don't freaking know. So Musk told Tesla because Tesla they're down. Okay, so their stock fell nine percent again. Mm-hmm. It is because of him. Right. It's because of the Twitter deal. That's why the Tesla stock went down. Because he doesn't shut up. He doesn't shut up. Right. And they've also been watering down their stocks. If you look at what Twitter did, that was exactly what they did in order to devalue the stock and, of course, see if Musk actually has the money that he says he does. And I'm going to tell you, he does. Where's the money, makes, Lebowski? Where's the money, Lebowski? And that's what makes this so much more egregious is because he has the money. So this is what Musk said, uh, Tesla. He said they're going to have a ten percent decrease and he says quote it's because we become overstaffed in many areas mm. but he also said the hourly headcount will increase does he mean so, he's gonna be chopping heads i think that means <laughs> he's gonna fire 10 percent of the workforce and make the other 90 percent fill in the gap that the 10 percent we're up doing after the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. so it seems like maybe you need that 10 percent. yeah you need him to clean up so uh Again, this is just disgusting. He goes on, note, this does not apply to anyone who's actually building cars, battery packs, or installing solar. So it's just, you know, those people who are like janitors and those people who really need the job to make ends meet. It's just the most vulnerable people in his company that he is deciding, I don't feel good. And he's going to, again, fire them just in time for July 4th celebrations. Good grief. It really is absolutely unbelievable. And of course, this is his company out there in Texas. Musk has warned in recent weeks about the risks of the recession, but in his email, he ordered a hiring freeze and staff cuts. It was without a doubt the most direct and high profile message of its kind. And again, if you work there, talk about this is this is like the definition of an abusive relationship because they walk on eggshells. They don't know mm-hmm. who's next. Like you're just going to show up for work one day and be like, where's Rodney? And they're like, he didn't come in today. <sighs> oh, God dang it. They got right. I hope it's not me next. And oh then my it, God. it will be you next. Yeah. Well, luckily they're in Texas and God has a plan for everything <laughs> in Texas. This is the same guy who has $44 billion to buy Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking for about fun. The, yeah, for, this is the play. same for guy. funsies. This so he is, can hang out with his other 50-year-old fucking lunatics. Yeah, yeah. talk about politics. No, no, I'm just talking about politics. TBD, DeSantis. He doesn't have the money to keep 10,000 of his current employees that have made him this rich. Right. 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We do have a positive story here in one second when it comes to Ohio, which I know we've been dissing quite a bit on. But this is according to Adam Jonas, just with uh, just lastly with uh, Musk. He's an analyst for Morgan Stanley. I love Morgan Stanley and a man so classy. You can almost see the pocket protector when you say his name. Adam Jonas says, Elon Musk has uniquely informed insight into the global economy. Oh, wow. We believe that a message from him would carry high credibility. Mm. Oh, what a unique what? You mean he's he's fucking with it or he's he the is one the co- economy. Yeah, he is the one doing <laughs> it. That's unique insight. Yeah. He and Nancy Pelosi have unique insight. That's one way of saying <laughs> yeah, the fraudulent behavior. Yeah. Uh, the, they literally are cooking the soup. <laughs> yeah. 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 Unique insight. I have unique insight that there's piss in the pickles at the Wendy's. Oh. Why? I, I, I pissed in the pickles. <laughs> I took a shit. I took a shit in the chili at the Wendy's. Of unique insight. Oh, that's Shit what, in the chili. That's what that was. Ma'am, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> I worked at a Wendy's, and I'm going to say, no piss in the pickles, no shit in the chili. However, Uh-oh. be careful with the chili because it is just two-day-old hamburger meat. <laughs> but it's illegal because it's hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but if you, like, well, drop it, believe, I forget what the temperature was, but they're like, if you drop this below this temperature, we're all going to die. <laughs> it's like, so it's got to like be really hot. or something. Yeah. <laughs> seriously like that. I'm like... Maybe we should just, we have so much meat. Yeah. You could give them the meat that wasn't yesterday's old burger meat. But anyway, let's go to Ohio. Ohio leaders celebrated a significant economic investment with the Ford Motor Company. They announced a $1.5 billion plan for electric vehicle production, and this would provide eight. 1,800 new union jobs. jobs. Unions, again, as I've said, and any corruption is bad, and obviously unions can be corrupted. We know. Big groups of people. Jimmy Hoffa was a union boss. But we need to get back to unions in this country in so many ways. Mm -hmm. Unions used to run Wisconsin. They used to run Michigan. They used to run places like Ohio in a positive way. Mm -hmm. So then they can't. Maybe then when your employer like Elon Musk says, oh, we're going to cut 10% because I don't feel good today. (laughs) I have unique insight that I'm fucking you over. (laughs) It would be nice to have some job security. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what these unions provide. So overall, Ford is creating 6,200 new hourly union jobs in Michigan, Ohio, and Missouri. And uh, that is going to offer, that will offer full health coverage on day one as part of a new three to $7 billion investment that includes financial support from Michigan and Ohio policymakers. So this is good. Great. I think that unions, I think that people are starting to realize Again, when corrupted, bad, but when put in place and properly 
run, mm -hmm. unions are absolutely crucial mm -hmm. to ensuring workers' rights. Yeah, and I would just also highlight that Ford and a lot of these auto companies, these were the companies that were bailed out in the after exactly. the 2008-2009, but they had a plan where they would pay it back. It wasn't like a lot of these other more careless bailouts where the, the money- banks. Right, the mm -hmm. banks and things would go to shareholders. That happens all the time where companies will get government money and then they just bail out their own shareholders mm -hmm. and then the workers still lose their jobs. This is one of those examples of a bailout done right. And Ford yeah. has continued to expand and now they can continue to hire and they've paid back all the money to the government that they borrowed. And this is one of the uh, examples, again, of fear mongering that we've been hearing for a long time, specifically right. from the lunatic fringe of the right, the right. Tuckers and Hannity's and the people that listen to that bullshit that they spew. This is clean energy jobs. Yes. This mm -hmm. is about electric vehicles. Mm -hmm. This isn't, so everyone's like, oh, they're taking their jobs. Oh, big oil's going to go away. None of it's going away. Everything is fine. This is an example of clean, new, futuristic energy in electric, mm -hmm. via electric vehicles that is actually going to help our economy. Yeah. So all of that fear-mongering, mm -hmm. all of the BS that we've been heard, it's going to crush the Green New Deal is going to destroy the economy. Right. Obviously, aspects of the Green New Deal would never pass in a million years. But when it comes to something like this, this is extremely effective, and it, 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 it will have a very positive, uh, a net positive on the economy and, of course, the state of Ohio. Yeah. And, and to those people who just got jobs. Absolutely. And it's, uh, you know, because it's in Michigan, there's obviously bias partisan support for something like this. Right. So you got Democrats and Republicans alike who can come forward and say, yeah, this is going to be good for our communities. This is according to Kumar Galhatra. Kumar Galhatra. They like it. it. <laughs> President of Ford Blue. Uh, they say, we're securing our future together. You don't beat the competition by waiting around. We're moving and we're moving now. So I think this is just uh, fantastic. The news uh, came five months after Ohio landed the biggest economic development project in state history, Intel's $20 billion plan to put two chip factories called FABs near Columbus. It's like FABs. Mm. It's like FABs. FABs. Um, I have mixed feelings on that because... Uh, yeah, is that, is that going to be similar to the Foxconn deal? Yeah, because they're given $2 billion in tax incentives uh, with mm -hmm. taxpayer money. Mm. Obviously, the argument is that it's going to bring in the $20 billion over time and et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Either way, I got some mixed feelings about that I one. understand that. But I will point out, just to the stories we just compared, you got one electric vehicle company cutting jobs. Right. And another good. electrical yeah. vehicle company adding jobs. And so- and what's the difference? Union. The unions. The yep. union. Yep. And what's the one thing that Elon Musk wants to break the most? <laughs> unions. Yeah. Also Twitter, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is according to Mike DeWine. Uh, you want to read that? Oh, God. Mike DeWine. Hey, he he helped. It was Apparently he? he helped with this. No, yeah. he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> a controlling factor of baseball ties, my friends pies. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, are the workers there? Well, are the workers with the skill set? Are there workers who can do the job? And uh, I can tell you, Ohio's got some of the best workers, and my wife's got some of the best pie. I eat it all night. <laughs> <laughs> so each job for an automaker in the U.S. creates nearly 11 other positions in the industries across the economy. That's according to the Alliance for Automotive Innovation. So the trickle uh, the the positive trickle effect mm -hmm. here yeah. is more jobs, more jobs, more jobs for other people as well. Absolutely. And that's exactly what we need. Uh, I mean, that's just part of the 
reason why we also see these massive spats of violence not to ever i'm not rationalizing any of the horrible right, activity right. but if people don't see a future maybe right. they get depressed yep, right. and, my, and then all of a sudden next thing you know boom uh they decide to go off and do something absolutely heinous and of course that's just one possible yes. reason right. i mean this doesn't affect like school shootings but gang violence and and disenfran- sure. crimes yeah. of the disenfranchised yes, yes. this yeah. this heavily affects if those. we invested more as a country in economic disparity and lifting people out of poverty good sure. grief you'd see crime plummet more so than throwing more money at the police departments like they got in Uvalde. And if you are someone who doesn't want to see people get as many abortions, for example, uh, one of the reasons that people get abortions is because they can't afford to have children, um, because they don't have a job, because they don't have benefits that a union provides. Mm -hmm. So this is one of those things. If you want to see a society assemble in a positive way, Jobs are such a crucial component of that. Mm -hmm. And I really do believe when given proper facilities, proper treatment, people want to work. Yeah. They don't mind working. It's part of your identity. And to be working at a clean uh, electric vehicle plant, it's also kind of cool. Like you're out at the bar after, you know, it's 6 p.m. You go to your happy hour. Mm -hmm. What do you do? I'm at the new Ford plant over there. I mean, it's it's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is planning for the future. uh, All of it adds to where we're going as a country. Absolutely. And that's why for the, when it comes to abortion, for the first time in 30 years, there's an 8% increase. And I have to imagine that has economic ties Absolutely. to it. Gotta be. Without Absolutely. a doubt. Gotta be. It's been you a know? crazy two, three years with right. money and the world. And why wouldn't you reconsider and you know, big, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Big reason single moms cannot work is because they have the kids and there's mm-hmm. no daycare. You know, so few states have any K through 12 or preschool. Uh, programs and things like that. So without those, a lot of these people can't even take those jobs. Right. And now what else is going on when it comes to uh, the Defense Production Act regarding solar panels? Yes. This is another Ohio story, which is just amazing how much is coming out of Ohio. (laughs) Well, So there's a solar power manufacturer in Ohio uh, and some lawmakers are criticizing Biden for his new solar panel energy initiative. Yes. What is this about? So basically, uh, Biden is trying to get more solar panels made in general and installed all across the U.S. Because as we're seeing, we saw it in Texas, um, as more and more pressure is getting put on these energy grids, these giant outdated coal-based, gas-based energy grids. Easy to destroy. Right. But in Texas right now, with the heat they're having, they found that wind and solar is stepping up production. And of course, obviously, as we know, it's much cheaper to do with renewable energy. So Biden administration announced Tuesday, this past Tuesday, that it would authorize the use of the Defense Production Act to accelerate the domestic production of clean energy technologies, okay. including solar panels, which is good because yeah. you want that made in America. Like we're just saying, mm-hmm. American jobs keep people busy. We Absolutely. are a manufacturing country. This is what we do. Sure. The problem is they also included a provision that would ban new tariffs for two years on solar panels that are imported from Asia, including so Cambodia, com- Malaysia, Thailand, and Vietnam, et cetera, countries that produce these things for much, much cheaper. Because so, they use slave labor. Yes. Some of them. Some of them. Okay. Yeah. Maybe not the Socialist Republic of Vietnam. In theory, their name says that they take care of those people well, <laughs> making those. But I yes, but the wages know. are much, much lower. There, so now obviously. American companies can't compete. Well, they have to compete. What they're doing now is putting them in a position where 
they have to compete and it's going to be harder for them co- to compete because the prices coming in from Asia are going to be so much lower. Right. So yes, mm, that's why I the see. solar manufacturers in Toledo, Ohio, and again, ugh, Mike DeWine, they signed letters and sent it um, to the Biden administration saying that this plan to, again, import more solar panels from Asia is going to hurt solar manufacturing here in the U.S. I get that completely. Yeah, they should definitely carve that out. I mean, I understand. Um, I'm sure Amazon and Walmart and all of Mm -hmm. these large companies that want to sell you stuff as cheap as possible, despite its quality or how how many people it hurts here in America, I'm sure that they really appreciate this from the Biden administration. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you got a couple of phone calls from those folks. But why did we get here, Travis? Is, is, are we here because of the Republicans in the first place, though? You are absolutely right. In my opinion, my analysis of this is that, you know, perhaps the Biden administration, like you said, Ben, yes, maybe there's some backroom deals. Obviously, Biden and Obama were big uh, supporters of the TPP, the old tra- mm-hmm. um, Trans-Pacific Partnership sure yep. deals. Um, but that's what I would say if I was with the Biden administration. I, I would say, excuse me, Mike DeWine and other Republicans writing me letters about this. You've been trying to kill solar in this country for decades. Right. One of the reasons we don't have cheap solar here mm. in the United States mm-hmm. is because mm. the free market was never allowed to prosper and also government was allow- wasn't allowed to fund it. I mean, you right. had the nightmare scenarios with Solyndra, which was like a, that bogus, was a nightmare. Yeah. bogus solar company in California and that I the Obama like, administration gave money to. And I feel like that set back a Everything. lot of the conversation because mm-hmm. yeah. Solyndra government contract, if you want to talk about government contracts, I want to talk about Pfizer and Merck and a whole bunch of other goddamn yeah, Raytheon, government contracts. Absolutely. Exactly. But, but that's the thing with solar companies, you know, everyone talks about the Green New Deal. That's what that would have done as well. It would have invested more mm-hmm. in clean energy and creating those jobs. Bernie and AOC always talked about that. That's where the money would go. So we don't have that cheap solar manufacturing infrastructure here again, yeah. because specifically Republicans, because they're pay- bought and paid for by coal and gas, right? Um, didn't allow that to happen. So it's it's a little uh, hypocritical mm-hmm. again, the word of the day, uh, for them to criticize Biden for doing this move when right. unfortunately it's kind of the only choice he had. Kind of reminds me of why we're so behind in the sciences because the Bush administration back in two thousand, they refused to allow stem cell research. Mm, right. And so they yeah, had I remember eight, we, that. we had right. eight years. We have to every protect other, the dead embryos. I don't know what, <laughs> again, it's some bizarre religious <laughs> idea that then they've brought into public policy. We've got to save these for Henry Kissinger. He needs to eat them tonight. <laughs> Seriously. You know he eats them like... <laughs> like soup. <laughs> like soup or uh, what are the, what do you call fish eggs? Caviar. Oh, oh yeah. Or, or the squeezes. little uh, boiled eggs. Where you're like, <laughs> I'll eat your boiled egg. <laughs> Mr. Kissinger, get out of here. I, uh, I need more baby fetus, please. Oh, my <laughs> God. Why talks, are you right? still alive? <laughs> Die already. No, the baby fetus is keeping life is Life is short anyway. God, uh, is God he, has a plan. And yeah, the plan God is, is for me to bump him. <laughs> yeah, you fucking psychopath. Al Franken has the best Henry Kissinger. I'm just taken from him. So with stem cell research, we were behind the eight ball for a long mm-hmm. time because we refused to allow that uh, to be studied. And because of that, we still don't have cures for Parkinson's, for um, for Lou Gehrig's disease, for a series of other diseases that we really could have had at least eight more years yeah. of understanding how um, 
to cure. But uh, anyway, going back here when it comes to the solar panels, this is according to Toledo Democratic Representative Marcy Kaptur. Woo, she's the one running against that crazy Jer uh, Majewski fella, the, the fellow who had the Trump sign in his yard and did that cool rap about Let's Go Brandon. <laughs> oh, Let's Go Brandon. <laughs> so Marcy Kaptur, that's who she's running against. Oh, that's, how is she ever going to beat him? I don't know. She's gerrymandered. She says, China's long history of dumping and tariff evasion demands strict scrutiny and appropriate penalties. <laughs> I agree. Mm-hmm. It's always fun when a politician says dumping. <laughs> uh, she says, while I welcome the administration's focus on boosting domestic manufacturing of critical solar components, any effort to further that further tilts the playing field in favor of China is wrong for the American workers who are fed up with predatory trade practices. Amen, Marcy. So I completely agree with you, Marcy. This should be bipartisan. But again, because of all the 50-year-olds on Twitter, (laughs) I'm sure someone is going to bitch about it. Uh, And of course, they should when it comes to the Biden administration. In this case, we can say a sentence Republicans like to say, he's benefiting China. But you show me a president that hasn't. Right. Mm. It's disgusting. It's all God's plan. It's all God's plan. God loves the Chinese. It (laughs) seems like there's stipulations too. Like it's while production ramps up. And I mean, they don't. It, it's we, two years, right? You know, yeah. I mean, it takes so, time, and I, I'd rather have the t- panels coming in and us improving the technology, right? Because then we would be stuck without enough, solar and then panels. we'd be back at the stem cell issue again. We never yeah. even started in the first place. We yeah, gotta right. start. We gotta start the ball rolling. True. And uh, right. I mean, it didn't. They didn't say China. It said Cambodia. It said Malaysia. It said Thailand. It said other places. Besides, yeah, you know. but you understand. It's I, China. <laughs> everyone it's just China. wraps it up. China. It's all China. It's all China. All right. Just lastly, speaking of ball and hip. Hypocrites, Herschel Walker, he's a man who says, America's woes are all because we have no fathers anymore. And I do <laughs> believe double, I, I wish people had their fathers. I want everyone to be together. I miss you, um, Dad. It's just hypocritical because he has like a bunch of kids that he doesn't know. <laughs> oh, so anyway. Sure won't be a campaign issue at all. That's why I endorsed him and I told him to run. Run far, far away from your kids. <laughs> You can't make Just this in sh- time for Father's Day. Isn't it nice? I'm your son. Oh, shit. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, Twitter is just a bunch of old boomers yelling at each other. So it's just your dad. It's just your freaking parents. And we all left the house willingly and couldn't wait to get away from them. So don't actively have them in your pocket. Okay, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you all this weekend in Nashville. We can't wait. We're going to have a fun little bit where you're doing a little skip. Mm hmm. America, here we go. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Okay, everyone, hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, 
we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.